0: Left. Right. Yo, what's up? Thank you for joining us for Sip Talk. Today we are talking about Apple versus PC. I right now am an Apple guy, but I'm very much down for this argument. But either way, uh, let me know what you think. Let me know what you use. Are you an iPhone user, an Android user? Are you a PC user? Are you an Apple user? Are you iPad? Are you Galaxy? Whatever it is, let me know. I'm curious. Alright, catch you on the other side. This is Sip Talk. Grab a drink. And enjoy Cheers. Cheers, cheers. 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 68 of SIP Talk, Mac versus PC, is the topic of the conversation. Uh, my name is Justin DiGiulio. I own and manage a real estate brokerage in Manhattan. We have James Boswell, James the Bosnator Boswell, coming at you from Charleston, South Carolina, professional referee, professional bartender, professional accountant, and professional uh, philosopher.
1: Uh, not Not professional because I don't earn any money from it.
0: Well, okay, if you're defining professional that way, you do have the qualifications as you majored in philosophy. Um and uh <laughs> I think the reason that we're here together is because I enjoy our conversations and a lot of it is uh probably you know rooted in your education in philosophy, I feel like.
1: I well, I'd hope that at 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 the very least I'm interesting, maybe off-putting, but at least interesting. Like I can't stand that guy, but I mean <laughs> Made some interesting points.
0: Well, being the philosopher, and since today we're discussing Mac versus PC, I my opinion, if I was a third party to this conversation, is that you would be the Mac guy. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but before we get started, we gotta, we got to open some drinks. Uh, let me ask you what you're drinking down there, down under.
1: I am drinking, I think this is made by the Palmetto Brewing Company. Yeah, Palmetto Brewing Company. It's their Mango IPA
0: okay yeah i've heard of palmetto Brinkham. what do they call they don't call it that's australia what do they call it, south carolina the palmetto state no not the down
1: under it's got like another name the low country they're low country there you but go that's not south carolina that's just part that's of south carolina Char- charleston area yeah okay so you got a mango
0: beer um i'm gonna go with the corona Premier. the Premier of corona i guess um so, you are just to clarify, uh, and I'm going to upgrade on the drink in a second. I brought a bottle of scotch. I just was kind of rushing to, to get started here. Um, so, you are streaming. We're, we're doing this via Zoom, and you're using a Windows PC. Yep. Okay. So, you're fully Windows. You don't have Linux or any other operating system.
1: No, no. I've, I've used Windows my entire life, and any time that I've had to use a Mac for anything, I'd get irrationally angry.
0: <laughs> um, I've gone back and forth a lot. Um, in the last probably five years, I've been exclusive Mac. So, let, just can you – and I'm sorry if this is boring as shit, but I'm curious. I, I'm using a 23-inch or 21-inch iMac. With an additional 24-inch screen, um, and it's a good setup for streaming. Given we've moved this podcast setup around a lot, so it's always changing. Um, so I just have a standard iMac, um, and anybody who knows iMac knows what an iMac looks like, and that's what this is. James, could you describe your hardware? Uh, you know, as as quickly I'm sure it's there's a lot to it, so.
1: I've got a pretty decent rig together. Um, I've got um, AMD Ryzen 4 chip in there with, like, I don't remember, I don't remember the uh, the CPU spec so much, but uh, let me, 32 just, gigabytes of RAM, like let me a couple it. terabytes of storage. Hang on, let me let
0: me just pause you right there. I noticed that Tori just joined, and she she harassed me a little bit on not coming home and getting relaxed, and I realized I still have a tie-on. I was kind of rushing them. So I'm just going to do a quick change of room here. I take the tie off, but so, so right, right off the rip again, I'm sorry.
1: Um, yeah, so I'm running like all AMD parts and I've got the, the Ryzen chip, uh, Ryzen five 3600 X six core at 3.8 gigahertz, 32 gigs of Ram at, um, DDR four 3,200, whatever the like clock speed is. And then a 5,600 XT for the video card. And then for my monitors, I've got a 32-inch curved screen in front of me, oh, and then really? a, yeah, it's great. All right. And then a 24-inch um, flat screen to the left of me, so I'm running dual monitors. I'm thinking about buying another 32-inch curved screen and running three monitors. But
0: and now how? What's the curvature of that? What's the? Uh,
1: I'm guessing it's it's, it's not heavily curved. Um, it's probably across the 32 inches, maybe like three quarters of an inch of curve.
0: So to make a complete circle, you'd need
1: a lot of them. Yeah, you'd probably need like fifty or sixty monitors to complete the curve.
0: I don't have a good uh, sorry, sorry. But curve that.
1: monitors are wonderful. I so thoroughly like them. Really? Yeah.
0: I'm all flat here. Just I'm a bit preoccupied with opening up this. So I'm going to leave half the tag on here. I don't have a good uh, kind of dress down game, so it is what it is. But try to get more comfortable and look cool I'm doing it. I'm sure I'm going to hear about this in the office tomorrow. Um, but I just changed from a tie and a French cuff shirt to a zip up hoodie.
1: This house is always, yeah, I like yeah. hoodies. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, the thing that I like about PCs, the, ma- the biggest thing for me is how easy it is to customize them and, the ecosystem is so much larger. So if I want to do something with my PC, it's not hard for me to do. I just turn it off, take it apart, and replace something. And as long as I know that it's compatible with my motherboard, it's going to work. I don't have to worry about whether it's compatible with certain software or whatever because it just is um in, in windows like and if it isn't then there's way like there's there's download all sorts of tools that i can download drivers and install things to make them work like i'm running it um, uh, an xbox 360 controller through my computer with no issues
0: let me yeah well so let me let's let's start light and let's try why do you think there's such a big division between I have an idea in my mind but I'm curious what you're thinking why why are some people vehemently against going to Mac or vehemently against going to PC? I can answer this and, the and, and part, if you guys if there's anyone if there's anyone who's watching who's a diehard Mac or a diehard PC person uh let me know which one you are and why or at the very least just let me know what you're running. Are you a PC person are you a Mac person? Are you an iPhone person, an Android person, a Google Phone person? Because I'm I'm really curious of a quick sample of who's listening right now.
1: My answer as to why Mac users will are reluctant or downright obstinate in, in against going to PC. I think that the draw of Apple and Macs in general is all marketing.
0: Um <laughs> uh, okay. So in, inter, interesting on, on that one. Um, I got a little clip I want to play in. I wasn't sure if I was going to play it, but now that we're talking about marketing. Um,
1: Hello, I'm a Mac, and I'm a PC. You know, I actually just finished a, a home movie. That's so funny, I just finished my own home movie. I, I did it on iMovie, it was really easy. Well, I had to say.
0: So the marketing, I, I, I'll say that Apple wins hands down on the marketing. and. Uh, you know, again, I'm using. I, I want to make this argument on both sides, but I'm using Mac. But I will say, when it comes to marketing, Mac and Apple have the marketing cornered a hell of a lot more.
1: I think that they've done a much better job with the marketing, and it's been that way for years, and that has a cumulative effect.
0: True, true. Uh, but they had some creative, creative marketing. I, I can't think of any. I can't remember listening to a, watching a commercial or seeing an ad for a PC that really was intriguing to me. Um, and in Manhattan, I'm exposed to a lot of marketing. So I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to think of, you know, every once in a while I'll pass like a half of a si- half of a block is covered with like a PC ad for like a new flippy floppy turnaround touchscreen, you know, HP or Samsung um, but that's not, you know, that's not unique to that brand. It's, it's
1: so uh, I think, by. I think because the windows environment is so less, it's so much more like disaggregated. It's not easy to really market PC stuff as easily because it's so much wider. Mm-hmm. And since, since it is designed to have such a broad appeal, you can't really just ha- you can't do targeted marketing because, like, for example, my office we are one hundred percent Windows. We use all the Microsoft products: Outlook, Excel, Word, the whole suite. And in the business world, like most businesses run on Microsoft because it's just more established, with the exception of um, businesses in the creative fields, but. For, for traditional businesses, most of them run on Microsoft products or Linux. Um, and Linux is going to be more for like the computer science areas. Yeah. But for traditional business of you're a law firm, you're an accounting firm, you're a retailer or whatever, you're going to be running Windows products. And it, the other, but the thing is, that's just one part of it because you also have People like me who do a lot of gaming, and I, I can't really think of anybody that's serious with gaming that does it on a Mac. There's less games available. There, the, there's less compatibility with peripherals. There, just the entire operating system is not built for gaming, whereas Windows is not built for anything, which means that you can make it do whatever you want. It's also
0: built. It's also
1: built for everything, right? Uh, right. But it's not built with any any one thing in mind. So,
0: but so Apple is built by Apple. And all the majority of the software comes from Apple. All the, not actually, not all the
1: hardware comes
0: directly from
1: Apple. No, the hardware is gonna be a lot of stuff like Intel parts. So Intel parts, they have their own
0: processors now, but still you have a lot of screens from Samsung. They, you know, they don't, they, they don't have factories and build all of their own parts, but the, you buy one piece of hardware and that is a monitor and the computer is jam-packed into that monitor and everything else is in there and you have a wireless keyboard and mouse. Um, I would say in general, generally speaking, uh, and they haven't made a big hardware change to design for the iMac, because we're basically when we're talking about Apple, we're talking about two things. You have the iMac and you have the laptops. They also have some more, much more powerful computers that you need additional components, like they have the, um, the I don't know what you would call it, the Mac Pro, which is basically, you have to plug into a monitor. But for the most part, we're talking iMac, and it's one piece of hardware. The de- design is very sleek, very sexy, um, very compact for what it is. And you don't have so much of that in the PC world. You, I will say, though, that there are much better looking PCs, whether it's an all in one um, or it's a tower with a separate monitor setup. Um, but you have to, you know, I don't know any companies that make them as cheaply. You know, like I'm thinking. Apple,
1: when you compare raw hardware between an Apple and a PC, if you have basically the exact same hardware the apple costs like 30 to 50 percent more
0: sure i'm talking about aesthetic i'm 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 weighting aesthetics higher because i think you know people walk by an apple store and they see a sleek computer and you know everything's kind of all in one but again you're paying more for the hardware you're right you're paying for the branding and you're paying to have everything crammed into uh, a metal case that you can't really open
1: and upload. no and and that's another thing so any gamer will tell you that the the number one enemy of computer performance is heat
0: yeah
1: so if you look at gaming cases and gaming hardware it's all about keeping space between the components having lots of mesh on the the case or whatever for you to be able to mount fans and air circulation and water cooling and whatnot but the idea is like the farther things are away from each other, the less easily they're going to be able to exchange heat. So if one part heats up, it's not going to be heating up other parts.
0: And cooling involves fans, which yep. are a fan to spin. It takes space and not just the space of the fan to spin, but then you need the airflow to circulate within the computer and out. I'm going to pause on that. Just so you know, I'm drinking a game of Thrones edition of Talisker. Um, yeah. Talisker yep. my
1: favorite Scotch is, so I'm guessing it has a, a good nose and a good open and a really poor finish.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. That's that's actually kind of spot on. Um, but the nose is. Uh, I'm making
1: a Game of Thrones joke, but.
0: Okay, but no, no, yeah, I would say it's got a, it's, it's got a good nose. Um, I like the flavor uh, quite a bit, actually. No oh, man, I have I haven't drinking a lot of scotch lately, so it's just it, it kind of takes me back and puts me in a, a really good mood. Uh, I have- but
1: yeah so like so- when you're if to, like if you want to just buy a, a computer that kind of just works out of the box then Apple probably wins there most of the time because it's just pre-built it's already got all the apple software on it you don't have to worry about setting up the hardware you don't have to worry about driver compatibility you don't have to worry com- about configuration or whatever out of the box you plug it into a wall plug in a mouse you're good to go but sure. what you're sacrificing there is you're you're paying a lot more for it you have significantly less of, uh, ability to customize. We'll talk about cost in a second
0: because I actually, I, I jotted down some prices. I want to get there in a second. Let's let let's focus kind of one point at a time. Let's talk about upgradability, which obviously, so you may not, You I'll let you talk to Windows because I haven't upgraded a Windows computer in a while. Mac, you're pretty much just able to upgrade the RAM. And that's about it. And RAM is a much bigger uh, factor in for whatever reason, with running the Mac, um, than it is for most other computers where processor speed plays uh, a much bigger role. RAM is
1: important across the board, but yeah, it's it it has more of an effect in on Apple uh, software. I don't know why. I'm not a computer yeah. scientist.
0: Yeah, it, it's a, it's a bit strange. It doesn't quite make sense, but um, so so yeah, with an Apple computer, you can pull the RAM, upgrade the RAM. Um, I'll let you talk about how you can, so somebody just asked, uh, um, who even uses a PC anymore, but to answer that question,
1: uh, um, tons of people. And I have exclusively used a PC for my entire life. Yeah. Um, so
0: let's, let's just real quick. What's so if I buy a 2020 iMac and I'm, and I'm using it for something that you need processing power from editing video that's going to be good for three to five years with that fifth year being a real pain in the balls. Um, you know, and that's, you know, and that's, that's a pretty good run.
1: I feel like okay. at a good point. You know, I'll generally agree with that statement. Yeah. At
0: a certain point you probably probably a little Ram upgrade, but, but that's about it. Now when you have a PC, I'll let you kind of talk to upgrade on that.
1: So, with the pc that i have right now i upgraded it back in may of last year may of 2020 and like i basically bought an entirely new computer from from start to finish where really i only kept like the hard drive and a power supply um um, but at this point if i wanted to upgrade it so i'm i'm kind of locked into the motherboard but the motherboard, I should be able to upgrade to the next generation of CPUs when they come out. I think they're already out right now. But like the next generation of Ryzen CPUs, I can upgrade to. And it's as simple as turning off the computer, pulling the old CPU out, putting a little thermal paste on it and plugging a new one in. And I've got a more powerful CPU just by so, like all I have to do. it. I can just pull the old CPU out and put the new CPU in, in the, the gate okay. um, for a graphics card. If I wanna upgrade the graphics card, same let's, thing, turn it off.
0: Let's pause though and, and kind of discuss what, what, not everybody knows what a graphics or video card does. Not everybody knows, everybody knows what a CPU is. So let's, let's break this down. Uh, and again, you know, I, you, you know more about the stuff than I do because you're building the computer, um, but I know some of it because I'm aware, but a lot of people just know the mouse, the keyboard and the screen. And then the tower, if there's a tower, they don't know what's going on inside of it. They don't know about upgrading. They don't know what RAM is versus processor, which I think is kind of a big one. Um, so back it up with with your first component, which was.
1: So CPU, well, the motherboard, the motherboard is what holds, holds everything together. And the motherboard is going to have a CPU socket. And
0: So the motherboard is basically like the chassis of the car,
1: basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, or you
0: could you could maybe say the engine of the car because everything has to run through the engine.
1: I consider the CPU to be the engine of the car. Yeah, I, I would. I would. Yeah,
0: uh, fair enough. So we're, we'll call we'll call the
1: motherboard's that. the chassis. Yeah. The mother- so you can think that. about like the motherboard's the chassis, and if you've got a car, your chassis can support an engine of this size. Mm-hmm. If you buy a different motherboard, it can support an engine of this size, but it can't support a smaller engine. So it's not like you can put a smaller engine in a bigger chassis. It's going to be a chassis is built with a specific engine size in mind, and bigger that, or smaller. And that's your, so. So my motherboard is like can handle. I what I would say is like a medium a medium sized engine. And so you can have different performance engines. So like you can buy a cheap CPU. You're still talking about
0: cars, so
1: CPU. No, I'm talking about CPUs and cars at the same. Okay. So you, like you can have. Just like in a car and like in a CPU, you can have the same sized engine that has more or less performance, depending on how much money you spend. Mm -hmm. So right now I've got like a medium sized engine in my PC. If I wanted to spend more money, I could put a bigger engine in the motherboard. Well, a higher performance engine, not a bigger one. We're going to say your motherboard
0: isn't upgradable. Your motherboard is kind of the base.
1: Yeah. Oh. You can't you can't upgrade the motherboard itself, but you can upgrade everything that goes into it. And the motherboard is effectively
0: ev- where everything runs through, everything's attached to, everything is is kind of crossed together through that motherboard. The CPU does the processing for the computer. Which how can I? I can't think of a better way to explain that.
1: Um, so the CPU ha- handles logical processes in in the computer. So it's going to be prioritizing. It, like all you've got programs that are running. each one of those programs is going to be competing for system resources, where the system can only handle so many calculations per second. And so each one of those processes is saying, hey, man, I want to do my thing. So the CPU is handling logical processes to say, okay, you're next in line. I'm going to do you, then you, then you, and you. So the CPU handles more complicated math, and it does it very well, but it can't do... It can't do a large volume of transactions, but it can do complicated transactions quickly. A graphics card is kind of the inverse of that, where a graphics card, um, here's the analogy that I've heard. The CPU is like a graduate um, student studying calculus where they can do really complicated math really well, but they're not going to be able to do a ton of problems all at once, right? mm -hmm. Um, A graphics card is like having a whole bunch of five-year-olds, like having a million five-year-olds all adding up two plus two. Because <laughs> a graphics card is going to have a ton of very small processors that are going to be performing very simple calculations very quickly.
0: Because it's the graphics pixel. card
1: needs to say, this pixel does this, this pixel does this. So and the, graphics makes- card,
0: the graphics card is translating the information that's coming out of the CPU into an image that appears on your screen. Now, you have a gazillion pixels across your screen, and each one of those is turning red, green, or... So, the graphics
1: card is doing a a very large volume of simple calculations, whereas the CPU is doing a very small volume of complicated calculations. Again,
0: graphics card, obviously, is directing that information to the screen. Um, And then, what what else do you have going on?
1: Well, so RAM, the best way I can describe RAM is imagine you're you're in a garage and you have a workbench, right?
0: <laughs> I'm curious. I have a pretty good explanation of what RAM is and what it does, but I'm curious where you're going with this one. And
1: I, so you're uh, working on a project and you need a whole bunch of different tools to do this project. And you've got the project on the workbench and then you have tools and other things that you need, the paint and everything else, right? So RAM is kind of like the size of your workbench. So... The bigger your workbench, the more projects you can be having going at the same time and the more tools you can have on the workbench. So that way you don't have to walk across the room and put a tool away and then go grab another tool to work on. You can have multiple tools all on the workbench. So you can say, all right, I'm going to use this one. All right, I'm going to use this one.
0: Oh, okay, so fair enough. So I think of your hard drive, and we'll get there in a second, your hard drive as your long-term memory and your RAM as your short-term memory. Memory slash resources. So, that's accurate. So the hard drive is how many photos and videos can you save to the computer, and your RAM is how many programs can you run at once. Fair
1: yeah, fact. that's pretty close. Okay,
0: now, I don't know what you're building in your garage, but uh, well, if
1: you think about it like this, the CPU is going to be constantly looking for tools. It's going to there's processes yeah. that it needs exactly. to use, and so it's going to say hey, I need to run this process to do this, and I need to run this process to do this. So if you've got 100 processes that are running at once, the CPU is going to be running those processes out of RAM. So if you have very little RAM, then you're not going to be able to hold the resources to be able to run multiple processes because each process takes up space. So the more RAM you have, the more free space the CPU has to access that information quickly instead of having to do a slower process of asking the hard drive to find it and then take it out of the hard drive, put it into Ram and then put it back onto the hard drive afterwards. All that takes time. Whereas if you just have it all stored in Ram at the same time, you don't need to go back and forth to the hard drive. So,
0: and then I guess hard drive is, is the next one. And that's effectively your storage. It's where you're storing all of your data, video files, photos, uh program files uh, what else is there uh, that's pretty much it and then you, you have it. your your external hardware components so on a on, a, on your traditional computer those components uh, are mounted to the motherboard inside of your computer tower yep and then uh, so your video card is going to have the output port to a case so you attach a cable to your monitor and then you're going to have an Ethernet card, which is effectively is your wi- wireless modem. Well, no, it connects to wired modem. modem. Like it's, yeah, it's wireless either, wireless depending wireless.
1: on what kind you have, but yeah.
0: Office computer is wired, in. thank God it makes life so much better. Um, and then you have your your screen, your monitor, your keyboard, and your mouse. Um, so the so with a regular PC, you can open that computer power tower up. And you can remove inside the different components. And for the most part, it's one screw and you just tug on it a little bit. Pretty Um, much. Yeah, super easy to do. Building your own computer is not uh, it's like Lego. It's basically like adult Lego. And the only yeah, the only reason that it's adult is because there's small parts like screws that you and
1: they're also really expensive if you break apart.
0: Yeah, and you gotta be able to pay for them. Um, so but with a Mac. If, if you have a 2016 or newer Mac, there's not very many screws on it. So even trying to figure out how to open it up is really, really difficult. And once you, once you know how, or if you watch a YouTube video or something, you pretty much can, but it's not easy. And it involves, it's almost like work. It's going from like a Ford or a Chevy, which you, for the most part, you can pop the hood and you can grab a wrench and work on the car. To looking at like a uh, Porsche or a Ferrari, like just
1: like a or like I'd say like a hybrid vehicle. Yeah, or a hybrid vehicle. <laughs> if I opened the hood of a hybrid
0: vehicle, I wouldn't know what to do except to maybe put something under the hood. If there's nothing in there. Um, so, but upgradability is is much bigger on a PC. So your PCs typically will last longer, and you can make minor upgrades over time. To get a longer life out of out of the PC, with a Mac because it's all one piece. Here's the downside of the Mac: is at a certain point, your computer basically becomes obsolete, and it's a weird. I would I would call it like akin to aging, and at a certain point, it's just like in a wheelchair, and there's nothing you can do except just kill it off, and you're forced to upgrade. <laughs> um, so, so, you know, uh, um, so, I mean, that's, uh, that's the, the downsides of, of both of those is, is, uh, you know, I, don't, I, I, I mean, we kind of, we didn't have much of a downside when it comes to the PC though. Except-
1: so the downside for the PC is that it requires a little bit more knowledge. If you wanted to, to customize a PC there, there's more kind of, investment in knowledge you need to know more about what you're doing it takes a little bit longer to set up you're gonna sometimes run into configuration issues where something doesn't work the way you want it to and you have to figure out how to fix it so it it's it's more finicky at times it's not as user-friendly and it's not it's not really designed to be so it's you're making a trade-off of do i want flexibility or ease of use
0: right um so I want to just throw some prices out. So I did a quick search. Um, I actually, just so you know, I think probably the next move when it comes to, I anybody who's new to the podcast, anybody who's new to the, if you're watching us live on Instagram or TikTok, you need to go to YouTube and search SIP Talk and find my name and subscribe to SIP Talk. Or you go to the audio podcast, whether it's Spotify or Apple podcast and subscribe to this podcast. We have a lot of crazy, interesting topics. And, uh, you yeah, and we, we need you guys to help support us grow.
1: Before, so, you, hit this, before you hit the price talk, let's, uh, do we have any comments right now?
0: Well, uh, let me see what I can uh, run through in the comments. So, uh, Blondes have more fun. Uh, so, the room is looking good. Uh, went tonight to get some, some books. I don't know if you can see them. We got some, some law books. There's some more law books over here. Um, and just basically, you know, putting stuff in the bookshelf here. And uh, I have a lot of work to do on this desk behind me. I don't know if you can see that desk, James. A little bit. Uh, but I'm working on, it needs a, another couple of coats of stain. Uh, but yeah, the room's getting there. Thank you for noticing. Let's see what else we got. Uh, hands down when it comes to large computing, nothing beats the IBM. But you guys are talking about individual machines, I take it. Uh, James has the best examples. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, somehow we made something that's actually kind of straightforward more complicated. I think she's also talking about your same example. <laughs> uh, I think that was, I think that was the Ram example when you went into the garage. Um, James needs to get into comfy clothes also says MJ. I think she just I'm wanted-
1: actually aware that I'm super comfortable right now. Like I, I'm wearing sweatpants right now and I've got a blazer over like a t-shirt. I'm good.
0: Uh, I just think she wants to see if you get changed. Uh, and, then, and then someone else says James. That got costs dressed, extra. Uh, Skinberger says James got dressed up for this conversation. She also said, "Who owns a PC anymore?" <laughs> um, so there's that. And then we're getting further back. I'm an iPhone person, but I also use a PC or iMac for work. Uh, we got a couple of piece people saying that PC, PC, iPhone, iPhone. Um, Tori said she's proud. I put on a. Um, <laughs> she said she's proud. I put on a, a, a hoodie um uh, and I'll, I'll hit the TikTok uh comments in a minute but um but yeah. So, so i think obviously so what i was saying is anybody who's new to this podcast um you are probably not aware that i recently moved out of manhattan into the suburbs of jersey and i moved out of a nice high-rise building um, which was a confi- confined 725 square feet, but in my opinion, laid out very nicely. And now I'm in a four-bedroom, three-bathroom home, two-car garage, lots more space, much better out here, uh, in my opinion. But uh, I don't have a dedicated podcast space. So James, what I'm thinking is the... Ultimately, when I build out some space for podcasting and, and for the Sip Talk podcast... Um, I'm probably going to go PC. Okay. It's going to allow me a lot more components, um, you know, and, and just, I won't be, right now I'm using the iMac, uh, built in, uh, camera and I have an external camera, but it's, you know, it's just really difficult to, to use at the moment, given the current setup. So, uh, I'm really looking forward to hitting the windows next and buying some hardware. I have a lot of hardware from the office. I actually have some, a couple of Windows computers in the office for Windows agents who, who like using Windows. Um, but let's talk about cost. Um, let me ask you a question, James. So you've never bought a Mac laptop? Nope. I just went to their website and I was looking at the cost of computers do you know what the entry level Mac costs right now? I'm
1: gonna guess probably about sixteen or seventeen hundred bucks.
0: You can get a MacBook Air, the smallest one they have, for nine ninety nine. Okay. Uh, and their their laptops it looks and I didn't do any like crazy customizations. I just kind of clicked the highest model of the biggest screen. So I'm sure you could add to this, but it looks like the Pro, both the MacBook Pro, with the larger screen goes up to twenty seven ninety nine. So that's twenty
1: bucks. So let's, let's call it a thousand to three thousand. dollars
0: Thousand to three thousand. Um, but I'm sure it probably goes more. I'm sure you can you can get like Final Cut Pro yeah. and well, let's go with that. Yeah so but we'll say we'll say a thousand to three thousand bucks for an Apple laptop and then for an Apple iMac. The model that I'm using now, the current version of it, which I was surprised you can get for eleven hundred bucks, but you're it's some older hardware, uh, and you're you really not getting too too much with it. Um, but I was surprised you can get a small smaller iMac for eleven hundred bucks, and the larger iMac starts at eighteen hundred bucks, which I thought was a huge jump for effectively what is just screen size. Um, and then the iMacs themselves, you can get the iMac Pro, which starts. At four nine nine nine, so the five thousand. iMac Pro starts at five thousand, uh, but it's some serious, uh, seriously powerful components. But
1: I bet that its components are probably comparable to what I have in my computer. That I was like twelve hundred. I
0: I would say maybe they might be a little better, Slightly. Maybe, not. maybe not. But again, the reason I'm saying that is though, because now we're January 2021, sure. And you got uh, your... What I would
1: say is that they're not four times more powerful.
0: No, <laughs> no way. Uh, and then I went to HP, and I looked at kind of pre-made computers, so you're not shopping by component, which is really easy to do. But um, so I looked at an HP laptop, the cheapest. I just clicked on laptops. I clicked hp.com shop laptops. Three seventy one was was their entry level so you're talking 630 dollars less than the cheapest uh macbook and and the, it looked like their laptops ranged up to about
1: 1500 bucks so you can go like so there's some gaming laptops for sure that you can spend like 2,500 to 3,000, but I'm going to say right now that like the specs on a gaming laptop for windows is going to blow this comparably priced Apple out of the water in terms of just pure computing.
0: Yeah, I would, I would probably think so too. Um, and then for the desktops, I found an all-in-one desktop for 399 and I saw it kind of on the main page. I just clicked and I very did the same thing I did on Apple. I clicked the desktop and I clicked price lowest to high and I clicked highest to low. Same thing I did on Apple and the HP desktops, 399 to start 21, 2199 on the high end. The iMac, 1100 to start 5,000 plus on the high end.
1: So, so, so- here, here's something, this is on the ultra high end. Um, so they, the, um, an $8,000 Mac iMac pro, uh, an eight thousand dollar Mac Pro versus an eight thousand dollar computer from Puget Systems, mm-hmm. and so I could go into the details as to how they scored the tests and everything like that. I'm not going to. Yeah. But basically, from the way that they scored their tests for the same price, eight thousand dollars, the eight thousand dollar PC scored fifty one ninety four, and the Mac Pro scored eleven $1, forty seven. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a,
0: that's less than a quarter.
1: Like like it's... heavy do du- like, here, here just like example 1. Heavy duty duty render test. So this would be like graphics rendering, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to I used system to yeah. did it in 260 seconds, the Mac Pro took 1208. So 450% wow. faster. Yeah. Um and when you just look at like just the uh the the core of the computer for $8,000, you can get a 3.7 gigahertz 32-core CPU versus a 3.3 12-core 3 CPU.
0: So, but I think, and I think, again, you're talking over the heads of a lot of people.
1: But uh, I'm just I, saying 3. 3.7 3. times 32 or 3.3 3 times 12. Let's, let's put this into
0: perspective. If you're going to sit in a computer and you're going to jump on and you're gonna use Facebook and maybe type some documents, maybe watch some YouTube. You could buy that $371 computer. However, if you're going to be gaming, gaming probably number one, I would say, and and a close number two, a a very close number two, I would say uh, editing video, because there's a lot of rendering going on, Uh, then really your computer power matters quite a bit. Mm -hmm um but if you're not editing video and you're not gaming you can buy pretty much anything it's going to last you three to four years
1: if you just need a netflix and email machine then go with the cheapest laptop you can buy
0: for the office i get i get laptops for 150 bucks i get desktops for 150 bucks and then i still have to buy the monitor
1: and the keyboard and mouse Oh yeah, another nice thing, like with the iMac with the monitor being integrated or whatever, if the, uh, the monitor goes, like that's all integrated. You got it. you might have to replace the entire thing. If my monitor goes, I just buy a new monitor and plug it in.
0: I have a great iMac I've had forever. It's in the closet right next to me because the monitor went
1: and now I can't use it. So that's yeah. really frustrating. If one of my monitors blows, I just buy a new monitor and it doesn't have any effect whatsoever on the PC. Yeah, it's
0: uh it's wild. Uh, But I will say, when it comes to screen resolution and clarity, um, I've been using a lot of Apple products and I can't seem to find, uh, I have two monitors side by side. I have a nice HP one, and then I have the iMac one. The HP one is newer, but the iMac one is much more clear, much more easy to look at. Uh, I put, you know, what I do is I basically hold these phones in front of the zoom to record the zoom via the live phone, And I couldn't do it on the HP. So, but again, so most of Apple's
1: most of Apple's screens are manufactured by Samsung. So you can just buy Sam, you can just buy a Samsung monitor. And the thing is like, it's going to be, again, you have to go with a higher end monitor. So it's like the, my, my laptop, my personal laptop, the screen kind of sucks on it, but it was a $600 laptop and I just needed something. But, So I didn't expect the screen to be great. But like the 32-inch the monitor that's in front of me was a $400 monitor. Shit. Shit. And it's great. And if I wanted to go and spend $1,000 on monitor, it would be even better. But
0: well, yeah, I don't sure.
1: have to worry about the monitor being tied to my PC. Uh,
0: I want to make two more points real quick on the computers. Um, one, whenever I buy most computer stuff, I buy it on eBay or Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace. I tend to get good deals. Again, I don't do anything super. You know, it's going to use a lot of system resources. Obviously, I edit these videos, um, but for the most part, they're pretty straightforward videos. I'm not editing like cartoon work or something like that. So that, it, that's pretty simple. Um, so my, my advice is, if you want, if if you if you really want to get into the Mac world, but you don't want to drop the Mac money, then you you buy a used machine. However, if you want to get in the PC world, you buy piece by piece, component wise. You build Build your own computer. Build it yourself. It's not that complicated, and you're going to have a lot more versatility that way. Will it look as cool?
1: Maybe it could. Like my computer's got all sorts of like RGB lights on the inside of it, and it glows at night. And
0: that's cool. That's cool. Um, So, and the last thing is, obviously, you know, James, that. Macs can't get viruses. So you're much and that's safer.
1: not true anymore.
0: <laughs> no, it's not true, which is why which is why I wanted to throw that in there last. Um, a lot of people believe that Macs don't get viruses. And traditionally via Windows ninety-five, Windows ninety-eight, um, Windows were much more uh, susceptible to viruses. True and much, and much more the target of
1: viruses and that's what i said to people is like oh, Mac's mexican viruses I'm like yeah because no hackers feel like there's anything of value to hack on a mac like right.
0: not that many companies are run via mac and we're talking about companies we're talking about companies where there's value in hacking so that would be banks and big comparable institutions that if you hack them you get very valuable data yeah um
1: you know, it's I- like it's like my Miata that I never lock. And people are like, how come you never lock your car? I say, because there's nothing of value in there. You want to <laughs> steal like my tire iron? Have at it.
0: <laughs> uh, trust me, I've on a Jeep Wrangler for a long time. Um, yeah, I
1: don't leave anything of value in there because it's not locked.
0: I couldn't leave change in the, in the cup holders because people would, would, would steal it.
1: Yeah. But, um, and it's like it's a soft top so if somebody really wants to steal it like they just take it like a <coughs> knife and they're in so i'd rather just leave it unlocked so that way if somebody wants to break in i'll make it easier for them here just open the door it doesn't damage yeah.
0: it um yeah so so i think i i don't have much more to add
1: on the on the computer front um software side oh
0: man really you you still want to talk about
1: computers you're the one who just introduced this topic so like Shit, I just was hoping to enjoy the rest of my beer here. This is Sip
0: Talk, you know, and... Uh, uh, I got one more beer to go. All right, so, um, so, so, okay, let's talk about software because I am using Zoom, which is not a native software to Mac. I'm using Chrome, and that's about it right now. Neither native to the Mac. What software are you currently running, if you don't mind me asking? And then let's let's delve a little deeper when it
1: comes to software. Um, Zoom, Chrome, um, my graphics card drivers, Steam, Microsoft Teams. Steam? Uh, Steam is a video game uh, distribution platform. Okay,
0: so that's currently running on your computer?
1: In the background.
0: Okay. How many tabs do you have open on Chrome? I'm just just, I'm very curious. I got about
1: 18 open Yeah, right um, I lost count. Probably about 25 to 30.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I actually, when I, I, I rushed so fast to, to get us live, I didn't uh, take the time to close things out. But I've been like nervous, like really anxious, like, oh shit, like something's going to crash. I, at some point, kind of like moved my mouse across. I don't think you can see it here, but anybody's watching. Yeah. Mouse, and, I'm, 15, and I'm
1: only at 47% yeah. uh, memory utilization. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I don't
0: know where I am on that, but it's probably, it's probably not good. So you're using a lot more than I am, and you've got way more
1: memory. And yeah, I've still got 52% available on my computer, and that's like with a whole bunch of crap running that probably doesn't need to be. Like I could pare it down if I wanted to. I just don't need to. Yeah,
0: there's no reason to yet. Um, so let's talk a little more about software.
1: So in my view, w- within the operating system, the Um, iOS stuff is going to be generally easier to use and configure, but it's gonna be narrower. You're gonna have less options available in terms of how you do things. Whereas with Windows, if there's something that you want your Windows computer to be able to do, even if it's not something that Windows itself can do, I can practically guarantee you that with 10 or 15 minutes of searching, you can find a program that does it.
0: Probably very true. My, so my, the biggest reason why I've been on Mac uh, for so long, mostly driven by my real estate career, because if you remember, when we moved to South Carolina together in 2008, I brought a Mac laptop with me. It's a Mac a PowerBook G4. Um, it looked cool as shit because it was just all metal, uh, aluminum case on, on the computer. But I changed that out for an HP desktop, touch screen. I really like touch screen. I get super jealous when I have agents that bring their touch screen computers.
1: I hate touch screens, dude. Uh, Well, I like being, so I really like being able to just run a regular
0: computer, but it is nice in my opinion, to be able to, you kind of transition, or like, you know, sometimes I'll be showing something to somebody on the computer and I'm pointing to their monitor while they're using their selection device, the mouse, um, and it's nice to be able to touch and, and click on the, on the thing.
1: But I, People I, touching I, monitors gives me anxiety. Fair, yeah, rightfully
0: so. I, I have fingerprints on computers. It, 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 terrible, terrible mixture. Um, so uh, what was I going to say? Without software. Oh, but no, so I went back to, so then I went back to uh, an HP computer, a Windows computer. And then when I moved to New York, I bought an iMac. And I used an iMac, but then I got a, uh, a Windows computer for work. So I've been back and forth quite a bit, now I'm running Macs. Now, the biggest thing I like about Mac is I like having an iPhone. And I used to change my phone every year, and I'd go for the newest, latest, and greatest thing. But I've stuck with iPhones since 2007, which is wild. Um, And there have been better phones that have come out than the iPhone. So that's a little embarrassing to admit, but it's very difficult to uproot your Mac life and transplant it into a different type of life. And the biggest thing I like about Apple products is I can turn any Apple device on, put in my Apple ID and everything is there. I don't have to do anything else. I just say continue, type in my password, and all my contacts are there all my photos 65,000 photos every file was there just like my desktop and my computer I google can... has
1: something pretty similar so google. yeah google
0: yeah definitely has something pretty similar we haven't really talked much about the kind of google devices while their hardware is still made by does google make any of their own hardware i don't
1: no know. google just has a a operating system that is applied in various contexts like the the android system basically
0: yeah well android
1: uh, slash chrome
0: but it is but it is chrome because we have a lot of Chromebooks and chrome uh, desktop computers in my office where nothing is saved locally on the device but it's all saved in the cloud that's nice but you have to have a fast internet connection and it's it can't have its downsides it's impossible to edit video that's stored in the cloud and not locally because the video is constantly rendering and updating and if, if I want to edit the first two minutes of something and then skip 40 minutes in, it has to download the entire clip and you need to have enough RAM for it to store it locally if you're using a Chromebook, because that's basically where everything is stored. Um, what else? Are we missing anything? Are we missing anything on...
1: So you, the, the Apple ecosystem is what bothers me the most, where if... If you kind of fully buy into what Apple's doing, things will be good. But as soon as you want to deviate and do your own thing, you're going to run into problems. And the story that I always tell everybody is when I was a freshman in college, um, everybody in my dorm was talking, like iTunes came out available for PC. And everybody in my dorm was talking about how great it was. And I was like, What is this? I like I was using Winamp and I had a I had a library of MP3s that were just saved in one big folder in mm-hmm. the the you format still, was super simple. It was just artist and then song name. And it, it was easy to sort by alphabet. I could find any song I want in three seconds.
0: But you still use Winamp, don't
1: you? No, um, oh, I don't no. anymore. No, but I, I kind of I want to go back. But <laughs> um, I, I listen to most of my music streaming now, so there's no real need for me to use Winamp. But what, one of the cases I was playing MP3s from Winamp for my music. And so everyone, somebody in the dorm convinced me that I should install iTunes because like it would organize my library and I could look and like share my library with other people. So I was like, all right, fine, I'll try this. So I installed iTunes and then it tried to find all the MP3s in my system. So not only did it find the MP3s in my music folder, but it also found like MP3s in like my video games folders. Like if a video game had an MP3 that it played for its music or whatever, (laughs) iTunes found that. So it took all of them. It pulled them into its own folder, organized it the way it wanted to, renamed stuff, created new folders, and like sourced from the metadata of the MP3s, which may or may not have been correct because they're <laughs> all illegally downloaded. So now the system that I had that was perfectly organized, Apple just went in and said, Oh, don't worry about that. I got this. And I can, proceeded... imagine, listening. I can imagine at the
0: time you listening to like some Weezer in my garage. And you're just yeah. listening to this Weezer song and he's twanging on his guitar. And then you just hear like Duke Doop go, Oh yeah, baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but so after after iTunes did that, I was like, I don't even know how to undo this. I ended up it, the, the iTunes program installed on my hard drive created so many problems that it was easier for me to wipe the entire hard drive <laughs> and start yeah. completely fresh. Than to try and sort out what iTunes had did, uh, had done, and I was so frustrated. with it, I said, "I'm never letting any Apple software touch my computer again."
0: Okay, yeah, no, I, I, it I was I,
1: like a, it was like installing a virus.
0: I, I, and uh, it, it, that's basically exactly what it was. What I want to say, because um, you know, we're uh, we digress it a little bit, not too much, not as much as I wanted to, but <laughs> yeah, I said thing. we oddly stayed focused much. tonight. Not as much, yeah. Change is very focused on this. If you guys are watching, I appreciate you being here. Make sure you go to my Instagram profile, especially those of you guys who are on TikTok. Make sure you go to my Instagram profile. I put um, in the profile right now, the link is to Acorns. I just stumbled across like 2,200 bucks today through Acorns. Acorns is a great great system where basically if you go and you buy a cup of coffee and it's $2.76, it takes 24 cents, it rounds it up, and it invests it in an Acorns account, which is actually an investment account. It's not just a savings account. So your money makes money, and you don't notice the money going. Um, I just looked at my bank account today as well and noticed all these roundups through Acorns. And I mean, you really don't notice it. It's 15 cents here. It's uh, 92 cents here, You know, 40 cents here. It's a couple of bucks. It's the change that, I don't know anybody who saves a change and rolls it anymore. Um, I just kind of throw mine in the, in the cup of my office and ultimately roll it after a while. But I feel like there's not a lot of people that roll change like I do. Every few years, I just, you know, I roll it all up. Um, it's the same idea, except it takes from your credit cards and it's brilliant. If you, if you save change at home, this saves change electronically through your cards and it does so religiously. Um, to the point where I, James, I think one of the earlier episodes, once, once you joined the podcast, I was talking about acorns and how I just randomly found some money. Um, I cashed it all out. I cashed it all out. Okay. And I, I just checked in today and there's another 2,200 bucks or so. That's literally just from change. And um, I think I have like weekly investments, of five bucks on there. So uh, so that's pretty cool. The stock market has been doing all right lately. So yeah, um, my change has actually grown big, big, big time. So hit my Instagram, check out the, uh, check out the link on my Instagram page and check out that, uh, that Acorns link. It's definitely if you're not using it, trust me, sign up for it. It's 110 percent worth it. Um, what else is going on? Uh, Blonde had more fun asking about, Bitcoin. Did you hear about the James? Did you hear about the Bitcoin guy? Actually, I know who she's talking about. The guy that's got a quarter billion bucks. He's got two hundred and twenty something million in Bitcoin right now.
1: Yeah, I'd cash out.
0: And no, no, no. He forgot his
1: password. Yeah, that's the danger with Bitcoin.
0: He's got he's got ten tries, and he's used eight of them so he's got two more tries I think he's a pretty smart guy he's like a, a data scientist or something like that.
1: yeah that's that's the problem with bitcoin is if you've got private wallets or whatever and you lose the key
0: well I mean they say the private wallets the way to go but yes exactly you're, you're the um, what would you call the trading platforms for bitcoin
1: coinbase yeah. is the biggest one
0: what, what's that Coinbase Coinbase, yeah I have a Coinbase account I got locked out of the Coinbase account But they luckily let me back in So I don't know how this guy's locked out I don't know what he's using Because he's
1: using a private wallet
0: He's using a private wallet Coinbase is a private
1: wallet No, Coinbase is not a private wallet It's not because I have a Bitcoin key Right But you've got a key stored through Coinbase Coinbase holds holds your wallet And then you Uh, can just uh, view uh, the wallet A private wallet would be like You have this stored locally on your computer. Okay. That's a private wallet.
0: I do have, I do have a, a wallet device.
1: Think about it like this. It's like having a safe deposit box at the bank where you can walk in and say, Hey, let me open up my box versus pad- having a padlock safe in your, pl- in your place where you've got to remember that combination.
0: I was going to say the difference was you have a, okay, actually, better, I was, let me revise this. A padlock safe in your own house versus a bank account in a bank. Similar. Yeah, well, I would say that's that's a
1: good correlation to
0: uh, an actual yeah. Bitcoin
1: wallet. Or yeah. Or imagine instead of it being like a combination lock, imagine it's a key to a safe in your house. And so if you're if you go out running or whatever and you drop your keys, you're never getting back into that it's, safe yeah, in your it's, house. That's
0: it. It's the box is the value of the box it went from forty thousand or thirty thousand to zero. Um, or to whatever power
1: and company. unlike unlike a physical box where you could theoretically cut it open with yeah, a welder case. or something. It doesn't work. It doesn't work yeah, anymore. with the Bitcoin, if you don't have the key oh to your to your wallet anymore, it's just gone.
0: Yeah, so so the guy stands to lose 220 plus million dollars. Um, which I feel like there's gotta be some more people getting behind him and, and it's gotta be getting the coverage enough so so that it is It's drawing the attention of whoever holds this platform, they're going to But there's
1: nothing that can be done because if it's a private wallet, then... I don't know if it's a private wallet. I don't know. know, I'm willing to bet that it's a private wallet. One base, is a big
0: one. I use Kraken as well and I use uh, Binance. Uh, And so so I I dropped like five or six random in Bitcoin and Ethereum and Litecoin in what, like 2016 or so? Yeah. And it abruptly went down
1: to about $2,000 worth of money. please tell me you didn't sell
0: no so i still have it it's it's ranges anywhere from uh i did i did trade it i i should have kept some of the ethereum and some of the bitcoin i had mostly in litecoin because i can collect the most coins at that point but then i transferred it when everything was low i don't know i i didn't do it well so now I have anywhere from seven or eight grand right now, depending on the day. But really, in my opinion, when every you know all this kind of hullabaloo blue goes down a little bit, it's probably going to be like four grand because um, it's mo- mostly Ethereum. Um, but I have, I can't get this account verification. Um, I submitted, See- I submitted all the documents, but now. Uh, I had to transfer from one transfer from Binance to Binance.us, so Binance.com to Binance.us, and the ver- now I have to re-verify on Binance.us, even though I already transferred all my money over. So I'm just at, I'm basically at the will of Binance to approve my account. I can't trade anything. I can't even send that Bitcoin or Ethereum to another wallet.
1: Um, I'm still. So that's why I'm not a believer in this is stories like yours and the dude who has 200 something million of it or whatever, is that like the, the first of all, for trading it, there's no fundamentals. You can't, you can't base its value off of anything that you can trace back to a tangible event. And also there are so many transactional inefficiencies with it and risks that don't exist in any other sphere.
0: Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. It's, it's but i think so it's gone up and down every single day for the last two weeks
1: yeah it's, it's been really active um like bitcoin if i look at it, its one month it's up 100 percent in a month
0: yeah it's wild so that's why i'm trying to get out of this as quickly as possible but i know i'm going to be so fun. so i'm just gonna ride it and hold off on the renovations to this house um <laughs> but that's kind of what it's looking like it's 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 wild um what i want to do real quick is i want to play out this uh mac versus pc commercial and uh and then we'll wrap up how's that sound sure all right let me just jump back on here i guess you probably won't be able to see it but you'll be able to hear it we got the mac guy we got the pc guy and go
1: hello i'm a mac and i'm a pc you know i actually just finished a a whole movie that's so funny, I just finished my own home movie. I, I did it on iMovie, it was really easy. Well, I doubt it's as excellent as mine, but I'd be happy to take a look. Yeah, that would be great. Roll it.
0: Hi, I'm a Mac Homevie. It looks really professional, right? Well, great. Bye. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> What about
1: yours, uh, Please. Well, okay, sure. What's up, PC Home Movie? Work in progress?
0: Right, so obviously you, you missed it there, James. Um,
1: remember how we were talking about logical fallacies
0: yes we were talking about logical fallacies
1: so the I'm a Mac I'm a PC ads are classic straw man
0: Um, remind me of the definition of straw man real quick I I can pull it up uh, and see let me see if I can pull it up and display it for the podcast world here with the logical fallacies straw man number one misrepresenting someone's argument to make it easier to attack uh, after Will said that we should put more money into health and education, more All right. So, so, James, how is that commercial misrepresenting someone's argument?
1: Because it's misrepresenting both the ease of use and the efficiency with which a Mac does something and the inefficiencies and difficulty of use of a PC. It's making it, it's making one look way better than it actually is and one look way worse than it is.
0: it's making PC look difficult to use?
1: Yes. That's straw man okay because it's not what actually is it's it's what it's what marketing has come up with Strawman.
0: that sound just came out of your chair that spring sound
1: yeah probably yeah you hear it
0: yeah (laughs) yeah i hear uh on that note we are not in professional podcasting studios uh only because we're afraid of coronavirus Um, but we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Once, once you get moved, uh, we're going to get your professional podcast station.
1: Yeah. Looking like five or six months and I'll be getting a new property.
0: And, uh, and then obviously I got some work to do. I still got a little echo in this room, but better than it was, but it's much better than it was. I got a little, uh, like reading chair to my, my right. And, uh, it's got my shirt on it and it's getting there. So, uh, Anything last you want to add or are we good?
1: No, I'm, I'm I had it. A... PC. a Mac versus PC. No, no, no. I came up with the joke um, for false cause, but that's, we can open with that next time.
0: <laughs> All right. Save your joke. Write it down. I wouldn't want to lose it. Um, I have better things not to laugh at. I'm sure it's a corny joke.
1: It's, it's a good one, but, but I like the idea.
0: I like the idea of holding off on it. So, um, Please write it down so we don't forget. Uh, Anybody who is watching us live, thank you for watching us. But also make sure you hit the YouTube link. You follow us on YouTube, Sip Talk, Justin and Julie on YouTube. You'll find us. You'll see the logo. And check out the audio podcast, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can listen to our audio podcast. We are there. James, that's episode 68 in the books. I will catch you later. Later. See ya. Welcome to The Other Side. Thank you for joining us for the full episode. I will catch you next time. And as always, let me know in the comments what you want to hear about next. See
1: you. I like PBR. I just got priced out of it.